yo, this is the oddcast. Hey, yo, this is the oddcast. Hey, yo, yo, this is the oddcast. Hey, 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 yo, yeah. It's adorable. This is something Joe Rogan doesn't have. No, he does not. Hello, hello. Do you, uh, ever, <coughs> this is, since this is podcast number four, have you been, you know, studying Joe Rogan a little bit more? Uh, or are you stopped? <laughs> I haven't listened to like a full podcast of his in a while. Uh-huh. Um, so no, <laughs> hang on. I, it was all that. All that setup was like so intense, stressing me out. It's all good. Relax. Uh, We're we, upping the ante. A third camera. You want to start? Oh, I hope everybody enjoyed our new little theme song. Oh yeah, we're gonna definitely use that again. Yeah. I I might do a little tweak of the audio, make really? edit like add some reverb or something. I was thinking about making a new theme song at the end of this podcast. We'll definitely do some musical numbers yeah. uh, in this one. Uh, but anyway, yeah. before we go too far, we should show the camera this beautiful bottle that Oscar brought from Mexico. This is the closest camera to me, so I'll... <laughs> uh, mezcal Artisanal, Maria Juana. Yeah. Maria Juana, there mm. we go. <laughs> That's what they... Is it called Maria Juana? In, I mean, uh, it, yeah, that's what they call they it. They call Mar- marijuana yeah. Maria. I never yeah. thought of it as Maria Juana. Yeah. Just Mary is the Americanized version. What is maguey? Maguey is the, maguey. the, the kind of liquid from the agave. So it's... Okay. You know, and then you ferment, you know, you're fermented, and that's where you get the alcohol. So agave, tequila, and... Mescal are both come from agave, but they're yeah. prepared differently. Yes, and I don't know the specifics of it, but there's a different taste. It's perfect. Well, My shot glass is the exact right theme for that. Mine is British themed, you know, since we're still mourning the, the death of the queen. Um, <laughs> That's right. But I'm excited to 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 hear what you think of this. All I've right. never never tried it before. So. This is first shot on camera. Brooke, why don't you come over here and cheers with us? Brooke has one too. Cheers. What are we cheering for? Um, why don't you pop a squat? Yeah, pop a squat. Uh, oh, sorry. Kanye being a piece of shit. Yeah. You're not on the mic, but cheers. I think it caught that. Uh, That's nice. I can so I can good. taste the like marijuana. And isn't it smooth? <laughs> smoother it's than smooth. smoother than typical tequilas or mezcalas. Yeah. For forty five percent alcohol, I'm really surprised by how smooth yeah. it is. It's it's also a bit sweet. And then the aftertaste, you're gonna feel the marijuana hit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You're really skin high. 
Brooke, there are children who might be watching this podcast. Watch your language. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. We don't swear, but we do talk about adult themes. We <laughs> do. Uh, uh, well, um, hello, everybody. This is the ODCAST cast podcast. Uh, we're going to start the show now. Uh, my name is Oscar. My name is Dylan. I, I liked the last episode with uh, with Hunter, and uh, thank you yes. for the compliments. Uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I talked about how much I depend on you to be the host of this. Yeah, but show. I, I don't feel like I'm the host, but but I feel like you're the host. You're, but you're a natural. Look at the way I, you just I, like I, said, "Welcome I, to I the guess. cast," and yeah. you're. I can't do it. I feel so awkward saying that. The hardest part for me is I don't know which camera to look at while I'm talking. Like, hi, hi, hi. I don't think you need to look at any of them. You yeah. can just like, we can look at each other. You yeah. can look around. Like, I, I don't, none of the podcasts I listen to are really like directed at the camera. That's true. I, I mean, and you're a master of editing and I know you're still working on it, but I, I love every episode, how you're progressing. It's Making me laugh. Oh, we even forgot to do the little thing, our little sock thing. I love that part. <laughs> I have a slipper on a slipper and no on. socks. And Damn. my Oscar the Grouch socks. Oh, that's Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. I thought it was a Ninja, Ninja Turtle, Turtle. At first. Yeah. Sorry about that. And it's all good. I, it kind of looks similar. You know, because they're green. Yeah. <laughs> sounds racist now no, that I say. I don't care. They're just both green. They're both green, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I just want to correct you. I'm not an artist. Thank you for saying I'm an artist. In front of in front of a hunter, but I'm not an artist. Well, first of uh, all, you you are in all senses of the word. You make uh, visual art, but music is an art too, and you're uh, a musician. Yeah, and you write songs, you write music. But that's like art. in the sense of like visual sense, I don't think I am an artist. I feel like uh, I would be an artist once I get an exhibit uh, or an exhibition of my art pieces. But as of now, I'm just doing it for s hits and giggles. <laughs> Um, see, if I don't think there's a measure of like, like certain level of acclaim you need to be an artist. Yeah. You're an artist if you make art, I guess, and if it comes from the right place, which with you it does. When did you say to yourself, "I'm an artist"? Like, when did you feel confident to say, "Yeah, I'm an artist"? And how old were you? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I like definitely like I was making art all through high school in my teen years, but I, I probably wouldn't have had the, the audacity to say, go around saying I'm an artist, but I'm certainly not like a professional artist. I don't make a living selling paintings. I make a living like teaching the arts, but that's, I think a you're a professional different. artist, man. I mean, you're, okay. you're trying to survive in, in what, um, on, on the society of what an artist is, but, uh, which we'll talk about that later since our conversation is about Kanye. But you know what you're going through. Spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> what you're going through is pretty pretty awesome. That you're how you're surviving from being an artist and doing art, and you're pretty prolific, bro. Pretty 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 prolific. <laughs> for um, for me, it just takes so much struggle just to do one art piece, and I'm I'm not even good. I'm below mediocre, but I still do it just because I need to take that aggression, passion, whatever I have internally out. And if it's not good, it's not good. I just move on. Um, that's, I think, the truest kind of artist, where you just have the impulse to create, get your emotions out. That, that's what art should be. It shouldn't be some kind of like 
commercial trade. Although it's great if mm. you can turn it into that, but I don't think that makes you an True. artist any more than like some outsider, self-taught artist just making stuff for themselves. Would you ever do um, those cartoonish things at, at uh, sports games? What, like what, caricatures? Yeah. Of would people? you ever do that? Like, would you ever do that for for fun? I don't. Think I know. I, I have I know. the people skills and like desire to like uh, <laughs> you, meet all these strangers and try to draw them. That's true. You may not have that, but you do have the art skill to make it look really awkward and surreal and and disturbing. That's not easy to do. Like to get those like caricatures. Like I'm not practiced with drawing that way, and I, mm. I don't think I'd be. It would take a lear- learning curve to like. Because they're really good at finding that little physical trait that ma- makes someone look like them and exaggerating the not gonna lie, the Jesus it's, it's, out of it. It's a hit on your on your insecurities, on your low self esteem. One time, a person did that to me, and I just hated myself. I still do for like two months, you know, seeing it. And my mom still has it, like a is like a prize frame. I wow. hate it. I hate you it. You got to take a picture and send it oh, to me no. for the podcast. No, <laughs> That'll no. be so funny. No, no, no. My face is an like an eight. So like my chin's big, and then my the rest of my head's big, and this right here is just super small. So it's like, but wham. that's not really how you look. But so that, that's how the guy did it. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, <laughs> there. It's like being roasted by a stand-up comedian. They're like they. It's not necessarily the truth. They like just exaggerate little things and make them funnier. I wonder if caricature artists ever got into fights. I'm sure it's happened. Or like they got beaten up because of it. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I know it has happened. By the way, thank you for also making oh. a delicious cocktail. What'd you think? Oh, let me try it. Let's, let's try you it. You haven't let's tried it, it yet? Yeah. I started drinking it because I uh, thought you were drinking it. I was it. drinking the other drink, which is just a carbonated drink. This has a little squirt in it, though. Grapefruit soda. Uh, grapefruit, right? Yeah. Soda. So it's carbonated, too. Mm-hmm. It's got a little fit. But there's alcohol in it, too. Oh, I think they know that. <laughs> but uh also has like floating jalapeno flakes. This beautiful concoction. It's a little spicy, a little boozy, a little mm. sweet. That's my first time doing it too. Really? Yeah. What'd you call it? A paloma? Yeah, it's a paloma. I added more other stuff. Because a paloma normally is just three fourths squirt and one fourth tequila. I just fool around with it. Because uh, why not? Fourth squirt and one Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you added like some some real nice pizzazz. Yeah, and I added more tequila than average. But let's talk about this new segment of the show. It's called Whose Artist Is This? I'm going to show you some artworks and then you're going to tell me who it is. <laughs> Great. Okay. I didn't even know this was happening. I know. I wanted to surprise you. And I, I want you to show it to everyone and I want you to know what you think. And then afterwards, tell me who do you think it is? Paul McCartney. Okay, but go on, go on. <laughs> is it? Is it? It's Paul McCartney, yes. <laughs> um, well, what I should do is maybe like look this up on yeah. Google and, and put it as an actual image. Yeah. Because I don't know how well that's going to translate to but, these cameras. But for, for you as a reference to see what it is. I, I recognize his style right away. I don't recognize his particular painting, yeah. but I know he likes this weird color of like yellowish brown a lot. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's a beach scene. It's not bad. It's not good either. <laughs> okay, the next one. It's probably really big. I'll give him that. He paints pretty big canvases. Yeah, just like you. You're a big guy. Uh, 
sometimes I, I do guy. a lot of really small paintings. You do like the ones in the back. Yeah, I, I honestly find, uh, feel more comfortable making those. Like but. the Dali with the melted clock, I, I find out that it's super small. Yeah, it's pretty small. Have you ever seen it in person? Yeah. I am so jealous. I think so it's you, at MoMA in New York City. Oh, I thought it was in Florida at the, at the Dali oh, Museum. Am I wrong about Petersburg. that? I could I have sworn know. it's one of the Dalis at MoMA. Okay, here's the other one. Whose artist is it? And who? Oh. Hmm. It looks a bit digital. I copied Did, and pasted. I, I uh, snapshot it from the internet. So well, yeah. yeah, but even like the original medium, it looks like it could be a Procreate drawing or something. Is this a trick question? Is this another McCartney? It's a McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> it's that same color. Yeah, he likes those colors. Uh, <laughs> is that is that titled? Is that supposed to be a particular? Oh, something something about father, like missing father, father, I miss you. Something something with daddy issues. Okay, this is the last one. All right. I'd like to know what you think, you know, get into it, you know. Hmm. I'm a little more confused by this one. Um, doesn't look familiar. Is this a trick question? Did you make this? It's also Paul McCartney. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I was trying to do my best to find Lars Ulrich artwork. I don't think he really makes art. I think, I, I, think I, I think I made a mistake. He's an art collector, yeah. and he loves Basquiat a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was about to you know, snapshot a picture of Lars Ulrich, but then I'm looking into it. I was like, that's not Ulrich. That's Basquiat. So... Right. So the, in some kind of monster, they talk about his art collecting. Yeah, which I thought, okay, I've seen that movie 20 years ago, but like I thought it was also him selling his art, but no, he's just an art collector. So, so you just played a trick on me, trick questions about Sir Paul, yeah, who's Sir Paul. next to me here. Um, a nice framed photo that I got you as a sort of a gag gift. Oh, and I still have it in my place. <laughs> Good. I, I hope you I love would. It. I, love I, it. I know he's not your favorite Beatle. No, but he is. I got to give credit where it's credits to, and he's extremely talented. So. Yes, I'd agree. He's like one of those people who's super talented, but his like taste and, and choices don't always align with mine. It's like a little too goody-goody mm -hmm. in a way, mm -hmm. like his songwriting. Um, oh, God. The... Uh, <laughs> People from First Baptist Church are walking around. They're, they're oh. might knock and interrupt oh, us, no. but we're just going to ignore them. That'll be a great little bit Jewish of drama on the vibes. podcast. Yeah, Jewish witness vibes, yeah. I mean, Je uh, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Jewish You got a little Kanye moment oh, there. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, don't cancel me right now. Uh, can we? Should we get into the topic now? Yeah. Do you have any other games planned? No, that's it. I Just because like last time we talked, uh, we wanted to talk about whose art is you know, what do you think of Lars versus Paul McCartney's art? So I was like, you know what? I'll just bring that up again. So mm -hmm. thank you for your input. You know, you are a master of your craft, and I like your opinions. You know, you're thank more you. of an artist than a critic, but I do like you to hear your opinions of artwork. Uh, I'm certainly not a critic, but uh, you, you probably aren't aware of this because he's a very, like, niche art world figure, but one of the greatest art critics ever, in my opinion, just died like two days ago. Or a day ago, Peter Schleldahl. Is he from New York? <laughs> yeah. He mainly wrote for The New Yorker. Rest in peace, Pete. 
This podcast yeah. is dedicated to him. Beautiful. That's a fitting tribute yeah. as we talk about one of the most conflicted and uh, controversial artists of our time. Was he the Kanye West of our critics? No. Oh. <laughs> he was well-loved, very, like, seemed like a really sweet guy. Uh, I used to read his art reviews, not even knowing the art he was talking about, but just the prose of his writing is just, like, so beautiful. And I found out reading his obituary this week that he, like, started life as a poet. So it, it kind of makes sense. He had a, a way with words. That's good. Nice guy. That's you should. I sh- I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> check out, a, like, a book of his writing. Um, but I want to do the thing, uh, where I put in a clip of the last, last couple minutes of our last podcast. Yeah. Snap your fingers. So that was great. Wow. You got to snap them again. Wow. So we're going to talk about that. That's going to be intense, especially these past two, three weeks. A lot of things have happened. Yes. Unforeseen. Unforeseen, man. Unforeseen. Um, let me tell you how I prepared. I listened to College Dropout twice, the CD version and the LP version. The, the Did you vinyl just version. get that? Did you just pick up the vinyl to? Oh no, I, I had the vinyl like years ago. Oh, wow. The only vinyls I have from Kanye is Late Registration and College Dropout. Uh, so I listened to that, and then I listened to Donda twice. Because on Spotify, there's Donda, the normal one, then Donda Deluxe. Right. And the Donda, the only one that would play for me on Spotify was the Deluxe Edition. Is that, uh, is that a glitch on my account? Or I don't know, it could be. Because I tried listening to Donda because it was shorter and I, yeah. I didn't want to hear like three hours of music. Yeah. But Donda was like, this album is not available. So I had to listen to yeah, the Deluxe. That's weird. That's really weird. Well, maybe that's just on the me. plus side. You kind of got it good because Benjamin Three Thousand is in it. He wasn't in the original Donda. No, he's not in the original Donda. So and I do I, like his uh, verse. Oh uh, yeah, like second track or something. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Um, he's and always I, good. And I like the the flow of Donda Deluxe more than Donda. Okay, I digress. Um, I also watched the documentary and Netflix Genius. Oh, which kind of should have done that. I which kind of parallels to the conversation we make because the whole documentary is about him trying to make college dropout, and then the last two thirds of the third episode is about him in this current state of mind. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just wow. <laughs> Crazy. Whoa, that's yeah. like exactly what we plan to talk yeah. about. I, it's a series then? You said there's three, multiple three, episodes? Three episodes. It's a, it's, you know, it's a seven and a half hour documentary divided in three. Wow. Um, but yeah, um, how should we start the college dropout? Personal experience, your opinions or? Yeah, personal experience. Like I was thinking about this just since all the controversy came out. Uh, like, do we need to acknowledge that before or after we talk about the music? Because it's like all everyone's been talking about on social media and like clickbait news articles are like all using Kanye's recent inflammatory remarks. To, Even like, I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so am I. <laughs> so, well, we are doing, I want to clarify, we mm. came up with this idea before. Yes. Uh, so we'll put that timestamp of it was like the first. I had to go back and check these dates because I thought, like, was I just oblivious to the the last the news? week of September or the first week of October? One of those two. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think like first or second that episode yeah. went up, and he didn't like make his anti-Semitic tweet until like the eighth, I think. Yeah, and then before that, he even said some really disturbing things. Uh, I forget what it was. Um, like, oh, th- this is like even before the whole t- um, Gap thing. Remember when he basically yeah. decided to leave Gap because, you know, Gap is too poor for him. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said that in a in an interview. Is like, <laughs> why would I be with you guys if if uh, if I'm richer than you? I can do mm. this by myself. And that's again, I'm really conflicted by him because I'm conflicted by him because like there are moments where he's wrong, but when he's wrong, it takes time. He'll he'll agree that he's wrong. He he, he accepts that he's wrong. Like. Because the interviewer kind of said, like, so Sway was right, huh? Was, was that like, yeah, on that right. drunk, dr- Drink Champs or something podcast? Something like that. That's the w- clip I saw where he mentions yeah. the Sway thing. Yeah. We, you know, and that's, okay, I, I, I'm going from place to place to place. But, like, that interview with Sway back in the 2007, 2008, that was, like, the first sign of Kanye for me where I started not liking him. Like, why you got to yell at Sway for like that, man? Sway's being nice to you, and then you say to him, you ain't got the answers, Sway. And you're not even looking him in the eye. He's like, you ain't got the answers. Yeah, I don't like so... that. It's like, what, what, what? He's not even hitting your ego. He's just trying to think of, think of your well-being. What was his? What was Sway trying to tell him that he's now saying he was right? Like well, you have to do it yourself or something. Back in the day, uh, Kanye wanted to have like a fashion product with Gap, mm-hmm. and I think Adidas too. And uh, there's gonna be some Kanye fans here to tell me that I'm wrong. I don't think Please. he has any fans anymore. Mm, there's there's some there's some fans or there's Kanye nerds. Yeah. I'm a fan actually. Yeah. I, I'm I'm but. in between. Like, can he just? make music i don't want to hear his politics i don't want to hear anything else he thinks he's too good for music he thinks he belongs in like the pantheon of like the greatest humans who ever lived (laughs) which musicians can totally be in that realm but he wants to be like a steve jobs or an elon musk or like a mega mogul business and like science guy which (laughs) he should just stick to what he's best at which is making music yeah but anyways, yeah, no, I just you're, what you're saying, you're right, and it's just getting me really angry. Um, but let's, ba- let's take a breath. Back to Sway. <laughs> you don't need to be angry. It's Kanye. No. Yay, just, yay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Fuck him. <laughs> like the P did. Oh, and this is also before the like our conversation. This is before the whole P Diddy fiasco. Because before the Jewish comment, he was basically saying uh, that George Floyd died of fentanyl, or he didn't die from from cop yeah. torture. When did when did he? Well, that had to do with uh, Candace Owens made a piece where she like that, that was after said that that was all okay. I, oh, that's what I thought. Geez, a lot's happened in the last two but weeks. Going back to Sway, so Kanye's having problems with Gap and or Adidas, and he's already spent like seven a lot of money, seven million, twenty million bucks for it, and it's not going well. So Sway said to him, "Dude, you got the money, you got the fame, you got you got like you know." Uh, um, a meaning behind your name. Why don't you have your own brand? Mm-hmm. You don't need Gap. You don't need Adidas. And that's when Kanye got angry. You so ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> but now he is doing that. Yeah, and, and he's, he's been working towards that for a while. I mean, it took him what, like 12, 15 years to say, yo, you know what? Sway was right. He does got the answers. <laughs> I mean, props to him for being able to, like, uh, is it recapitulate or just capitulate? Wow, I get the words you with confused, the fancy words. But I don't know which one and, is right. And me with my ESL saying, you know, five cent words. 
No, you have great vocabulary. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm just admitting I don't know what the right word is, but uh, he's like going back on his word there. Like he's he's admitting that he was wrong, uh-huh. and I think Kanye is like uh, uh, saying a phrase like a big enough man just feels like wrong nowadays. That like, <laughs> but that's what I wanted to say. He's big enough to um, to admit when he's wrong mm-hmm. and like correct his past mistakes so i i like respect him a lot i've been so you said how you prepared listening to the music i did similar things i listened to the music mostly but i couldn't help like watching some of his recent interviews oh, you like did he that? did oh, piers morgan how they was were the entertaining morgan one i only made it like halfway through yeah. so far because it just came out like in the last 24 hours oh, geez. so i just watched some of it and yeah. um <laughs> it's weird yeah he he is very adamant about being a Jew now. He, I don't know if he's backpedaling on like things that were perceived as anti-Semitic and like thinking that if he claims to be Jewish, then is he is he an okay. Israelite now? He's he's super Christian as far as I know, and I don't know enough about religion and the history of all these terms to know if that's like those are contradictory. Yeah. But I don't see how he could be Jewish beyond some like weird idea of the term that he has in his head i i want to <laughs> we need to talk about his the greater the greater yay but i want to talk about the music okay. uh, first and foremost okay we can and we'll come back to this no stuff, totally totally um and like, i have a confession to make <laughs> i have a confession to make that i don't know if it'll invalidate my opinions mm. about the music but i couldn't get through all of donda deluxe I didn't even listen to. I didn't listen to every song. I oh. listened to like the first three quarters, uh-huh. and I tried multiple times. Uh-huh. But I wanted to hear it from the beginning, and like it's over two hours. I think the yeah, deluxe on Spotify. Two hours and eleven minutes. And that's just not how I consume music. Yeah. Like I need like an hour or a forty-five minute like chunk to get into an album. And College Dropout is perfect. It's you like know, a great length. I yes think. and no. You like the long. No, because <laughs> this is the weird thing. Because like I'm trying to like I'm trying to talk about College Dropout and Donda, and not talk about the the stuff between it, right? Like you know, Pablo and all those albums. But I've noticed there's a lot of similarities between those two albums. Hmm. Um, not a lot of similarities, but like a trend. How about that? Um, all right, let's just let's just I don't know. I just trying to find figure out how to talk about this, trying to organize my thoughts. All right. It's okay. Let's keep it organic. Yeah, let's keep it organic, bro. <laughs> it'll, it'll get there. Um, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Kanye is one of the greatest producers in hip-hop history, hip-hop, hip-hop period. College Dropout changed hip-hop, changed music. It's mm-hmm. one of the greatest albums in... I wouldn't say the best, but it did change and impacted music in a big sense. And, you know... He's got he's got every uh, every credit to be happy and confident for what he's done, and before hip, I'm, I don't want to sound one of those like boomer guys, you know, you know before Kanye, but you know before Kanye, there was just a lot of like ghetto, you know, rappers talking about it. Kanye was the first one to be like, I'm a normal guy wearing a polo shirt, stressing out about life. And he yeah, made it. Like, he made it big. You know, he thought of the marketing scheme and everything. Um, and I'm not saying Kanye is the first one to do this, but like he made the trend to, to 
to say it's okay to have long albums. And I think the college dropout is a long album. Late registration is a long album. And then out of nowhere, he kind of stopped a little bit and he kind of had that pop culture where mm-hmm. like less is more. Let yeah. me give you some catchy uh, beats and then I'm going to d- be done, like going to give you 20 minutes. But it all changed after Donda. Like it all changed with Donda. It's like, you know, 90 minutes of music and then he decides to add more. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. See, I was a little unaware of Kanye, much like I said in the the Bob Dylan podcast we did, like huge fan of his early work yeah. for for both artists or even Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. but I've been sort of checked out of like their recent stuff cuz I'm like I heard one or two bad albums and I'm like I'm not going to give it that much attention. So I was unaware of the Donda release. Yeah. And apparently he was like doing live stream yeah. listening parties and like changing the album based on I, the fans. I went to that one, to the Donda thing up in uh, Soldier Field. In person? In person. Holy shit. Yeah. It I was, didn't know you it, went. It was really cool. Okay, Was I wanna, he there? He was there. He was there. Marilyn Manson was there. Oh my God. The baby was there. There was this woman. Is it the baby or Lil the baby? I don't know. Uh, there was this woman. The who, baby. Yeah. Lil baby someone else, I yeah, think. I <laughs> there was this woman who I thought it was Rihanna, but it's not. Uh, is uh, she on, is she featured on the album? No, no. Well, that's that's the again. This is one of the things I like about Kanye. Like he thinks as an artist, he brought all those people. I don't know who the woman was, uh, because they were really problematic at the time. You know, Marilyn Manson with the um, sexual assault allegations, the baby with you know the aggravated assault allegations, and Kanye being Kanye. So he's releasing this album. He's talking about being Christian. And a big element of being Christian is you need to forgive yourself, you need to forgive us, and move on. So when I saw that, again, the whole thing, like, oh, Kanye's cool, he's, he's a bigger man for admitting his problems. Mm-hmm. This was like 2021, August of 2021. I had hope for him. There was and, a huge Soldier Field listening party, like in yeah, 2021, during yeah. COVID? Yeah. I can't believe you went. You must have told me, but I totally forgot you went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then like, and then Kim Kardashian was there wearing a white dress. And I'm, I'm sorry, if, like now I'm sounding like a guy who listens to like Paris Hilton and all the pop culture stuff. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, Kanye and Kim are back together. No, it's not. It was just a whole theatrical thing. It was actually her though? It was actually Kim. And also saw the, the little kiddos. Uh, Northwest and Chicago West, really cute. Uh, they were cute dancing and everything. Um, but going back to the whole thing, like I was willing to forgive Kanye, forgive is the lack of a better word, um, for all the antics he did and the whole Marilyn Manson thing. I was getting it. But then months afterwards or weeks afterwards, he's doing the same problems again and again and again. What's the point of forgiving yourself or doing that if you're going to make the same problems are you going to learn from those problems i get it we're human we're human we make mistakes but don't boat it if if unless you're going to you know overcome it and progress from it (laughs) yeah he is seems like to have a uh complete inability to learn from his mistakes yeah and it seems like he know he's a glutton for punishment he like wants people to to hate him and think he's a monster just because like of something he says and then he like earns back the forgiveness of the public and like the love of his fans he brings people back and then he push him push him away again he's yeah. like some kind of abusive like partner in a relationship who pushes people away and, it, and then ask them to forgive him over and over it's funny you say that because like, from what you just said he gives me neil young vibes 
<laughs> like, because Neil Young does the same thing, but musically speaking. Like, he has the rotation of doing folk music for one album, and then rock music for a second album. And the third album is super experimental, super weird, and the fans hate it. Yeah. And then he repeats it, does the folk stuff again, and then brings them all back. And then he does it and repeat and repeat and repeat, and that's why he's got like 90 albums and still does more stuff. Yeah, I think it's like a natural part of being a, a like a challenging artist. Like you, you have to push yourself, and you want to push your audience too. So I, I totally like get that about these artists and like Kanye in particular. And like I, yeah, he said some awful things that I don't agree with. But part of me feels like he doesn't really agree with it either, <laughs> and he's just trying to press people's buttons and get like attention and. Like, he loves the attention of uh, upsetting people. There's moments where he's honest and true. And there's all other moments where sure. he's totally off. Lots of moments. His lyrics are, like, I think incredibly, like, they can be really funny and clever, but they're oh so honest, too. Yeah. No, like, but, like, when he was making comments about abortion, I was not, I was, oh, I was not yeah. there for that. That's, that's kind of gross. And the whole White Lives Matter thing, like, is he trolling He's like a mega troll. <laughs> I mean, if he's really honest, if he is, is really, if he really does mean what he says, then what happened to the old Kanye? Because back in the college dropout, he's talking about F-U-C-K, the cops, you know, cops suck. And now he's like, you know. White lives matter. White lives matter, man. <laughs> cops are cool. He's like, a contrarian. He just wants to go against whatever, like, the, the public opinion, the zeitgeist is. When when I was watching the documentary, I I was thinking of a comment, a quote. I forget who said it. I think it was Ace Frehley or Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. or one of the Beatles. I forget who. It was either one of the members of Kiss or one of the members of the Beatles. They said, um, "Put money on a person, and you'll show. They'll show you their true personality. Like give them money. Give them money to a person, mm-hmm. and they'll show you their true personality." And I, I, I feel like right. with Kanye having money, this is how he really is. Because back in the day when he was struggling and trying to trying to get his album out, I really liked that. I really enjoyed that. But he changed after that. Yeah, being, he, he was relatable because like that's more where we are in our lives. Mm-hmm. We're, we had, weren't like mega stars, super rich and famous. Like So we relate to the college dropout era, Kanye. But, and it's much smaller... <laughs> part of the population that can relate to like megastar Kanye, but maybe his new work like touches them as much as mm-hmm. the early stuff. Like we relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think <laughs> he, his work is always going to be like really honest and really authentic to where he's at in his life. And we might just not relate to where he's at anymore. Um, and that's maybe us as an audience, our, our failure, but I don't really begrudge him anything he's, he's doing. I agree with you there. Uh, Lou Reed made a uh, wrote an article that he thinks that Kanye is one of the for, uh, one of the only few artists out there who's making true music, true art, where he's honest. Lou with Reed him. said that. Yeah, when he's when when uh, Pablo was released, that's what he was saying. You know, he's and talk- then Lou died. Lou died. Yeah, <laughs> and I agree with Lou. Like Kanye's music, his discography is honest, blatantly true to himself, and I enjoy that. You know, he shows his flaws. He shows. Everything, the the good sides and the bad sides. One thing I liked about Donda, he's basically talking about, there was a portion of it where he talks, maybe it's in the deluxe one, 
uh, where family is everything for him, and he was willing mm-hmm. to do anything to help his family. And then Kim, you know, got a divorce, and he's kind of having a breakdown because of it because he was programmed to learn that family is first. And if since Kim is breaking that apart, it's ruining him. So, like, you know, do you yeah. like do you see that many artists talk about that kind of stuff? Bob Dylan sometimes I see Bob Dylan do that. I see Lord and Wainwright the third, not Lord and Wainwright do that. Yeah, never listened to. Oh, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy him if you mm-hmm. like Bob Dylan. I think you'll enjoy him. I've heard good things. He's Rufus's father, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Rufus Wainwright just put out a pretty cringy song with uh, Carly Rae Jepsen this <laughs> week or, so, or yeah. recently. I'm not a fan of Rufus. I'm a, more a fan of the Papa. Yeah. Of the Daddy. Just like Jeff Buckley and what's his dad's name? Tim. Do you like Tim. do you like do you like Jeff or Tim? Well, I only really know Jeff's music. I've never gone. I, you told me you recommended I go and listen to Tim Buckley. I still That's haven't. so funny because I'm I know more of Tim than of Jeff, and it wasn't until you and Robert that was actually Brooks' playlist that had the, oh. uh because I just share her Spotify. Okay, so I don't even have my own. I loved it. I loved that 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 Indian raga thing. Yeah, I have a friend. I showed it to him, and like, it, even though it was good and all, he didn't like it because like he his his cultural he, appropriation. Not not only cultural appropriation, <laughs> but like he didn't deliver the notes where it sh- normally should like normally hit. Like he was it was like a mediocre attempt. But nevertheless, it was amazing. I loved yeah. it for a like white American what? man who doesn't speak. Urdu, I think, is the wow. Pakistani language. Yeah. Like for it to be that, who cares if it's like a little inauthentic and maybe the, some of the word, the syllables are like botched, but yeah. it sounded amazing. Yeah, I mean, a for effort for me. Yeah. Um, this is a Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan song that Jeff Buckley played at a live uh, gig. Uh, Tim, minutes. his father also died like really young, right? Yeah, yeah. So they neither of them had huge discographies. I should really get into Tim Buckley, yeah. but I'm, I haven't checked it out no and i uh, yeah there's moments where i think tim's a better singer but after hearing that whoa really after jeff, hearing jeff that I, I think vocalist. i think jeff is a better singer after hearing that piece he's a really good guitarist too um jeff i think is mm-hmm. i just we were listening to that again in the car recently and i realized i thought it was him strumming an acoustic guitar and singing because that's how most like coffee yeah. shop performances are but i'm pretty sure that's like a clean telecaster with his voice because that's his main instrument, and you uh-huh. can hear it like it's it's a plugged in uh-huh. sound. Uh, it's just super clean. It sounds nice. almost acoustic. And you know me; I'm a sucker for Telecasters. I know. I love the Telecaster. Did you bring your Strat again today? Yeah, yeah. My Telecaster's still in the shop. <laughs> oh, really? What's wrong with it? Um, God, now we're talking about guitars. I love the guitar. Uh, talk. Every time when when I bend bend it around the thirteenth or fourteenth fret on the first string, it just hisses a bit. Might need a fret level. Yeah, so that's what's happening. So that's what I'm doing. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> and yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, we, we should we should get into the, the actual albums. Um, yeah, it's, I'm guessing like, it's an hour already. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. No, 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 you don't have to show. Okay. Oh, I don't even know. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh. 42, 42 minutes. minutes. No, okay, no, we're doing bad. fine, not and bad. with with a little bit of light editing. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, when I edit, I cut out like five second pauses here and there, or maybe uh, if there's like some oh offensive line we don't want. Out dude, there but your flow of editing is great. Like, 
you know, you made me laugh on the second episode. I zoomed the, in on your of face. the old cast and the and the sock thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you also made me laugh with the interview with with Hunter. Uh, just really good stuff. What was there anything funny in that? There were some funny photos I put in, of, um, like me with crazy eyebrows. I like Hunter's uh, voice, really calming. I like the ASMR vibes. <laughs> I, uh, the funny thing is, he doesn't talk like that at all in real I, life. I'm guessing. A, I'm guessing <laughs> he put on that persona as soon as I yeah. stuck a mic in his face. And I'm guessing I, Hunter was nervous. I mean, I was nervous on the first episode too, which is crazy. Now you're G- getting so many views on that first episode. Still, still going up. Yeah, like nine hundred or something, or maybe eight. Something. Boy, who's watching this stuff? <laughs> um, and thank you again. Thank you. Pretty cool. So, I've been meaning to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Did you bust a nut listening to Soul Jams in your life? <laughs> no, I've never put it on while actually <laughs> engaging in coitus, if that's what you mean. By yourself or with a partner? I do not put on Kanye West to. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to get your sheets wet listening myself. to Deep Sweat? <laughs> I, I love that song so much, but I think it's more like. For comedic value, it's, it's very song. sensual. It's mm-hmm. a great song, but like, I love just like driving around at night, like blasting that and singing along with <sighs> yeah, it. Yeah. But not necessarily like having an actual mm-hmm. slow jam, intimate <laughs> evening. Slow with jam it. in the mattress on the mattress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's say let's get into the college dropout. Uh, um, like, we already established this, but when I brought up Kanye, like. That those first like four or five albums are just I think incredible, and I feel I'm a little behind as a fan to like not have given his much of his recent work a chance, and I'm, I want to get back into it. Um, Donda, like I love the sound of the record. Mm-hmm. It, like I like the production. It's a little too minimal and art like modern spacey R and B at times to me. That's I, what I was enjoying it. It's great. Yeah. It's the sound of 2022 and what he wants to add to like the conversation of hip hop. But College Dropout is just such a fun, like eclectic record. It's different, both of them. Um, but let's talk about College Dropout more. Um, 2004. 2004. Um, what what year? Because uh, we're at, like almost the same age, but I was I was right at the cusp of the class of like 20. 2007 in high school we graduated in that year so let's, let's i not started talk about that i want to know i want to know what both year 40 years old how about that <laughs> with both 40 year olds we're not 40 yeah. let the fans, getting there let the fans guess what age we are well we don't have to talk too much about it <laughs> yeah. but i i remember distinctly being a freshman in high school uh-huh. when college dropout came out and i'm were you a freshman or were you a sophomore i was or? around there <laughs> You don't you know want me exactly? to get an answer. <laughs> I was around there, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm younger than you. Maybe I'm older than you. See, I take pride in like being in my mid thirties at this this point. I, mean, I used to feel like embarrassed to be in my like twenties. <laughs> it's weird. I have pride of having gray hair. Me too. I've got I gray hair it. in my beard. I love it. Balding on top. I I like the maturity <laughs> you know i was thinking back on the first episode of our of our od cast you're a better man than carlos santana what the hell does that because, oh because i don't hide my baldness yeah you're you're you are confident with who you are 
and you're not going to put an effing hat on. While Mr. Santana preaching, preaching his uh, his spirituality and all that stuff, and he is one of the most vain people, vain, you know, vain people out there because he has to wear a hat. There was a video of like someone touching a hat, his hat, or like his hat kind of like messed up a bit, and he freaked out and put it back on. Wow, uh, just mm, he gets me angry. There's a lot of men like that, <laughs> yeah. and like I don't judge it because I've gone through it and I <laughs> dealt with all that insecurity. But you're but, you're my Larry David of my friends. In that I just like don't give a shit anymore. Well, and then Larry David has this whole philosophy about boldness. He hates people who have hair and they decided to shave their head. He's like, who the f are you? Really? You know? Yeah, he has a whole he has a whole you know he has a I'm whole show about so being bold. So into curb your enthusiasm. I know it's yeah. great, and I like his. Uh, He's my spirit persona. animal. <laughs> There's, I mean, you know me already. Like, there's many social gatherings where I've done something extremely cringeworthy that is something, quote unquote, Larry David would do. Hmm. I'm not giving any stories right now, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, the the thing about like, I don't find Carlos to be that vain because it's a hat. Like, it's clearly not part of his. it's not like trying to be real hair. It's not like a wig is what I'm saying. Or like hair transplants. Mm-hmm. Like I think that kind of stuff is a bit vain, but if it makes you happy, like do do what you will, but most people can tell. <laughs> you're yeah. not really hiding anything or you're not like fooling anybody. So may as well just be comfortable. Like having a shaved head is honestly like so freeing from a like maintenance and like getting ready in the morning showering perspective like it just dries instantly i I need to show you a picture when i shaved my head back in the day oh man i would love to see that people thought it was a neo-nazi it was funny you're brown (laughs) i know i know um what's weird like once i shaved my head i had that same thing that terry crews have like what? wrinkles in your yeah skin. i had that <laughs> it was weird they have a name for it like spider or something is it actually like you're you have like extra skin on your head or no, something just, just wrinkles like, like it, i got wrinkles in, in it it's interesting crazy. i was just watching the terry cruz 1000 miles white chicks clip again oh. <laughs> i just went down a rabbit hole of that particular song i need to see that movie that movie was did not did not do well when it came out, but now it's a cult classic. It was apparently like a huge, yeah, cult movie. Yeah. It probably it was like critically panned for I think good reason. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I think I rented it as a kid or a teenager, uh, <laughs> and like I probably finished it, but I did not think it was a great work of cinema. But the Terry Crews singing that song, he's got a great and I voice see you. for one. Yeah. Like he's sing, he's his pitch is really good, and he's doing these cute little dance moves. But um, I don't know. You mentioning Terry Crews just brought me back to that. Good times, Vanessa Carlton. We can do a whole podcast yeah. about her interesting yeah. career. I mean, I haven't. Okay, I want to. I want to compliment my friend. You know him, uh, uh, Robert O. Martinez. Um, Bert Berto. Bert Bert O. Yes. <laughs> so, back in COVID times, twenty twenty. He asked me this question. He was like, hey, Oscar, I have a huge question to ask you, but I need you to listen to Kanye West's discography first before I oh, tell yeah. you. And I'm like, well, just tell me now. He's like, no, no, no. You got to listen to it first, and I'll, and I'll ask you the question. So two months later, I listened to the whole discography. And I said, okay, I finished it. What's up? 
And he said, oh, I forgot. <laughs> but ever since then, I just been on this, you know, journey of finding certain artists that I like or that I'm curious about and listen to their whole discography. And Kanye West was my first one. Had you not heard most of the albums before? I have, then? I have, you know. But maybe maybe like I forgot gaps. one or two. Yeah, some gaps. And also, it's kind of cool to see the progression from one album to another and see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, like, what what year, like, what era of Kanye was that? Oh, I mean. Like, wh- wh- like when, you, when you did the whole discography. Was I it was recent? Bef- it was before Donda. Okay. But after, like. It was before the whole, Pablo like. Pablo and yeah. Jesus. And, well, obviously. Well, I think the last one was Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Yeah. I still haven't heard that one. That one's pretty good. I mean, it's really I spiritual, but it's, it's bad things about it. It's thirty minutes, forty minutes, so it's short. I like that. Yeah. Um, again, he's funny. That's one thing I like about Kanye from the first album and the last album. There's some funny moments, funny comments. Like I still laugh at the comments saying that Adam is not black because a black man would never share his ribs. Cracks me up. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Kanye has so yeah. many of those great like one-liners yeah. in a rap lyric. Like, you can tell he like just thinks of a really funny concept yeah. and then like tr- makes it rhyme in in a greater verse. You know, it'd be funny if Kanye saw this this and he'll just make this a big deal. Because I'm gonna say something. I agree with Kanye when he said that Bad Bunny is better than Drake. Yeah, I saw you posted oh, that yeah. on your story, and oh, I don't yeah. know who is Bad Bunny. He's a Puerto Rican rapper. Okay. Pretty good. He agrees. Like, I thought he and Drake, like, had a lot of mutual respect and, like, he likes Drake. Because in the Piers Morgan interview, he's, like, talking about how he's Matisse and Drake is Picasso, which is pretty high praise. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Well, that's another thing I want to talk to you about, the the similarities of of, um, College Dropout and Donda. I, I don't know the full details, but I want to know because I'm curious. So Kanye and Jay Z were friends. Somewhere, were? Th- were friends in, in in college dropout. You know they they yeah. They, he was making like yeah. beats for Jay's yeah Jay Z's albums. Somewhere in the middle after after uh, the 2012 album with Jay Z, something happened where they're not friends. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened exactly. They're not friends, and then Donda came out and Jay Z's back in it. So everybody's kind of happy to see like maybe they they forgive to they forgave each other and they're friends again you know that's one thing i liked about donna there's a lot of like bad things happening and they're kind of reconciling again and they're great friends drake i heard drama there's drama between him and drake that they're not friends anymore i don't know what it is exactly but they're they have like they they hang out and they talk and then they're friends and then then again they're not friends maybe they're frenemies i don't know but the biggest question I have, I heard this in the in the rumor mills. Common and Kanye are not cool with each other. They used to be. They used to be besties. Now they're not cool. But I saw in the Genius documentary that they were talking to each other. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's all it's a whole gimmick for people like us just to talk about it so they can get much richer in this and you know, in the strategies of capitalism. Yeah, that could be part of it. Like the rap feud is such a huge part yeah. of hip hop and like helps each rapper like gain notoriety, be like called out and uh like <laughs> just like feuds can be great for publicity. But I think knowing Kanye's personality, it's probably genuine that like 
he pisses somebody off. They don't talk for six months, but then there's so much mutual respect as artists that they yeah. come around. Like, I mean, I, I still don't. Who knows? I still don't forgive him for for what he did to Taylor Swift. And I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, but like, dude, respect her. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was reading an yeah. article that like commented on that particular moment where he uh, he did, upstaged her at the VMAs or whatever. Did and you say that on live TV when it happened? No, I didn't have MTV. Oh, I saw it when it happened. I was so weird. That would have been amazing to see him. I, I was watching the Oscars when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and that felt like Dude. seeing history in the making. It was like our... our <laughs> n- I'm joking. I take it back. I take it back. But, you know... Uh, yeah. Um, Jay-Z, uh, Will Smith... Taylor Swift. I don't have oh, anything to say. You're talking about, about Taylor Swift. You saw. Well, you, just you, how. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I was gonna say that they were playing it off like that was like kind of a funny moment in his life. They 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 kind of brushed it off as being like, oh, Kanye was really drunk when it happened, oh, and uh, it was kind of just like another one of his crazy publicity stunts. Yeah. It's the VMAs. Who cares? Yeah, it's the VMAs. It's just he made he made television television history, history. and just like. As people, individuals, we learn from our mistakes. Like Kanye is that guy in culture who's making mistakes and letting us learn from them. I, he's taking a lot of bullets for us as a society. I mean, I'm serious. Uh, yes. He's showing us what not to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. In, you're right in that sense. I mean, if that's if that's the case, we should we should also praise Jeffrey Dahmer. We shouldn't be doing those things too. Well, look, no one got hurt <laughs> or killed yeah, by you're right. Kanye. You're right. Just feelings and. Uh, it's not the same. <laughs> uh, okay. So I w- in the beginning of the episode I was talking about um he's one of the greatest producers ever. You know, yeah. he just makes some great beats. I really like Common B and he produced that. Kanye produced that. One of Common's albums? Oh, yeah, it's called B E B. I've it's never been really super good. into Common. He yeah. always just seems a little too like serious to me. He's like, he's, a, he's a serious guy. He's he wants guy. to do good with his music, which yeah. I get and I respect it. But like, I listen to music to laugh sometimes and have yeah. a good time. You Kanye, don't want a Boy Scout when it Kanye comes to does hip-hop. that. You want a rebel, rebel, right. right? You want you want a what's the guy from Happy Days? The Fonz. You want a Fonz when it comes to hip hop. I never watched Happy you, Days. You don't want so you don't, don't really want an Archie his... hip hop. You want the Fonz hip hop. <laughs> What are you, like a 70-year-old man from... I, I guess. <laughs> who watched Happy Days growing up? I've never seen Happy Days. <laughs> you know, I have never seen MASH either, and I heard MASH is fantastic. Again, like yeah. before my time. About the same here. I, I mean, really maybe care. it's around our time. We were born in the 70s, remember? Wink, you wink, can uh, You can wink, push that wink. narrative. See, I thought you were insecure about looking too old, but you want us to look older? Uh, older <laughs> or younger. I just don't want people to know. I want people to come and say, oh, your age is... 62. Or maybe like, for, maybe like to owning, respect Paul McCartney, we are we're both 64. I like owning our okay. Okay, now you <laughs> our <it>. age <laughs> because that explains so much about how we appreciated certain artists and certain eras of their career. True. Like I aged out of Kanye probably when I like turned 25, which would have been around like the the Pablo time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of like grew out of it. I had I listened to other music, but in my teen years. Uh, so I already said I was freshman in high school and I didn't know anything about Kanye. I didn't like listen to hip hop at all. 
but I was in art class in my uh, at Whitney Young High School. I'm just giving all the personal details away today. Back back in you know in Jackson's <laughs> Boulevard. Yeah. That, yeah. Damn. How do you yeah. know the street my high school was on? That's pretty impressive. I mean, I, I drive there. Okay. Yeah. Yep, Jackson yeah. and uh, like Racine. Drive slow, homie. You know, you never know, homie. <laughs> That's on late registration, Correct. right? That's a good album too, but we're my, not going to talk my about my favorite it. album. But we'll talk about that later. We'll never talk <laughs> we about can it. Come in back to that. No, nah, let's not. But uh, my, I was like super quiet. Didn't have any friends really in my one art class, except the one girl I went to grade school with, mm-hmm. who was named Christy. I don't remember her last name, but I shouldn't say it out loud anyway. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> but Let's respect uh, Christy's uh, privacy. If, I, Christy, I can't if you're say watching, it anyway. Hello. She uh, was really into to Kanye, or and he had just dropped like a single. Jesus Walks had come out, yeah. but I don't think the album had come out yet. Yeah, because this was like fall of '03, spring '04, and uh, she was she was like raving about Jesus Walks as a song, it's and a, I was like, "Wow, what what is this? A new like Christian rap music that's topping like the the mm-hmm. radio charts." So that's how I first heard Kanye and. Uh, I don't think I got into it the full album right away, but that was what like made me aware of his existence, and I, I started listening to the whole album soon after that. When I heard College Dropout, when it came out, I didn't care for it. Uh, it wasn't until late registration where I heard uh, heard him say, and as I heard him say with Adam Levine with the little piano yeah. thing, that's when I started like, okay, this guy this guy's got something. And then I went back to College Dropout, and then I enjoyed it. I, I, I saw I saw and understood him. And I don't want to give credit to these guys because it can be a bit snobs, but I'm going to. Uh, Greg Cott and Jim DeRogatis at Sound Opinions, they were talking about College Dropout, and I enjoyed their perspective. Okay. And that made me also listen to them and give Kanye credit, you know, Did a chance. Did one of them die? That's news to me, if that's oh, the case. Oh, okay, sorry. Maybe I'm, like, having a weird, like... Gene Siskel, Roger Ebert yeah. moment, and thinking yeah. like one of them. Well, Gene, them. Gene Siskel is dead. They're both. Oh, dead. they're both dead. Yeah, but Gene <laughs> but, Siskel uh, died first. Cot, I yeah. think Greg Cot might be dead. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. If you're out there still alive, I'm just <laughs> he, like here's the correction uh, right yeah. here. <laughs> or the confirmation. <laughs> or the confirmation. Um, yeah, I, I, I shook. I shook Greg Cot's hands one time. Where, where, and when? In Elgin happen? Community College. They were talking about how technology is helping music, you know, like how you don't need 500,000 fans to make, to be a musician, a, you know, a livable wage. You just need 30,000 fans, you know, diehard fans, and you're good. But not, anyways. Not even. I mean, that's what he's Nowadays saying. Nowadays, when yeah. you have like Patreon and This like, is before Spotify. Before, this has like been the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Um Hi, 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 B. Rook. <laughs> um, hi, Brew <laughs> Brittany. Don't, don't say that. You're making me cringe. Um, <laughs> Just, so, anyways, I shook, I shook Greg Cott's hands, the most cleanest, softest hands I've ever touched, to the point that I felt disgusted because my hands <laughs> are really rough. I'm not rough, rough, but like touch them. They're, they're kind of rough. They're, yeah, they're also but, like fairly smooth. But his was so smooth, smoother than than Rob Thomas's voice. <laughs> and uh yeah, I just I was I'm still like flabbergasted by his hands. <laughs> um that's the hands of a music critic. They yeah. don't have to do like any manual labor. They just write on their computers all day. 
I liked Greg Codd and Jim Deerogatis a lot, but like I don't think they have the same taste as me at all. They like they're they just don't. they don't have a lot of knowledge about certain areas of music and they can talk about it intelligently. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um but yeah, college dropout, I think the more I listen to it the more I get it. There's some there's some not good songs, but overall it has a good flow. I think Donda has a better flow. But yeah. Donda in my opinion Donda's well, they took out the skits for one thing. That's no longer in fashion. In Thank pop you for music. bringing that up because I listened it to I listened to it on vinyl and they took off the skits. And I'm I'm not, I'm normally I don't care about skits, but on college dropout, the skits are important. Yeah, I'm surprised they took them out. Was that just for space reasons? I think it's for space reasons. What did they? Was this like a repressing, a remaster of yeah. college dropout? Yeah. So, do you I know think, the year of that that uh, version you have? It's in 2016s, 2015. Okay, so yeah, that's when skits yeah. are already out of fashion. Yeah. He's trying to rewrite history. Yeah, He's George Lucasing his own work. Oh my gosh, not good. <laughs> but like, I am normally a, an avid person saying that like vinyl is better than CDs or streaming. This is not one of them. The streaming is better, or the CD is better than the vinyl because it has the skits. It has the skits because one of the biggest the biggest flaw of vinyl is that you only have a certain time to put whatever you want. It's a single, yeah. single twenty-two disc minutes, or on or, one side and twenty-two minutes on the other. One, twenty-one around but there. The college dropout is just one, uh, one. Do they call them discs in vinyl? One record, one like disc, one? disc, disc one, disc two, or disc right, A, okay. disc B. Or, yeah, uh, side A, side B. Um, since we're just starting to talk about the album, I want to take yeah. a quick bathroom break. All right, cool. Do you need to go? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, All right. Sorry, Since uh, Dylan is in the bathroom, I think this is the perfect time for us to uh, sit down, relax, meditate for a bit. Just close your eyes. Breathe in. Breathe out. Remind yourself that you're in control. Remind yourself that you are important. You are loved. Don't let the stress control you. You control the stress. Don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to take it out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Don't let all the worries take you down. You can accept it. You can show that it's there. But don't let it control you. You have the power to change what you want to change. Breathe in. Breathe out. On the, on the video. Well, I had, thank you for that uh, meditational spark part. That was pretty cool. I, I was about to ask like what you were doing. I had, I couldn't. I think hear. it's going to be fun for you once you're editing it. <laughs> Probably will. Mm -hmm. I'll add a uh, an EDM Skrillex soundtrack to your meditation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, College dropout. You got uh, a favorite song? I, people hate it when I ask that. Man. 
it it depends on what I'm after. Like it it has so many perfect songs for different moods. Like slow jams mm. is a great more like mm. sensual but also comedic mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to really like playing the song School Spirit, where it, with like the that's names my, of the sororities. That's my favorite song from nice. the album School Spirit. It's so like catchy. It's a good beat. Yeah. It's a good effing beat. All his beats are so good. Um, um, there's some bad ones, but a good 80, a, good 92% is good. Um, the only, the Breathe In, Breathe Out with a Ludacris. I you, I love that song. The only reason I like that song is because Ludacris is, is giving hope, giving life to that song. Yeah. <laughs> Ludacris, yeah. like, that's, it's a cool, uh, he just has such an interesting, like, raspy voice. It's, yeah. It's, and... Yeah, it's not a great song like, lyrically or thematically. I have a confession to tell you. What? Um, I have worked out listening to Kanye's workout jam. <laughs> That's so funny because it's like it's such a misogynistic, like sexist song <laughs> yeah, towards it, women, it, and yet you <laughs> use it to motivate yourself to work out as a man. <laughs> Like I was listening to that while painting in my studio, yeah. and Brooke heard the lyrics from the other room, and like yeah. I could tell she was like Cringy? pissed off oh, at like the things he was saying because it's it's so misogynistic. You're right, you're right. I didn't think of it that way. I just I my favorite part is the the ending with the soul claps and the that's right, go ahead work, get that body you deserve. It's a good line. It's so catchy. I like that. Uh yeah, it's, he's it's full of hooks. And about the catchy thing, like I had a realization listening to it, and you just brought up Adam Levine, who opens mm-hmm. uh, the next album, Late Registration. But mm-hmm. there's no like contemporary like white. I guess we have to bring race into it, like mm-hmm. white rap and uh, I mean rock and pop and like alternative artists on College Dropout as guests. But it still has such a like poppy like hooky and i think there's like rock influence in his hooks in and college dropout like i was like <laughs> like trying to play along on guitar and like strumming chords to like we don't care or it all mm-hmm. falls down and they, they could be rock songs i mean without I, the, like the verses yeah because I'm, I'm not saying he's the first producer but he's one of the only producers out there who used distort distortion in his samples you can hear it like on um uh and heard him uh when it all falls down, there's a little bit of distortion at the end of the song. Like in the guitar? In the guitar. And then also mm-hmm. in uh, Jail on Donda, too. So, oh, yeah. and, and then on the Sway interview with Kanye, he was complimenting Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor, that he likes Trent Reznor. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know I'm going in a tangent, but like, what was the moment that made you say, okay, Kanye knows his SHIT? He is a good producer. He knows what he's doing. What was that moment that you say, he's brilliant? I think from the very first seconds of the album, we don't care. When he comes in with that hook and he's like a little out of tune and yet he's like, this is good. This is for the album. Like Two hours later. This is 
The other thing I wanted to mention and that I love about College Dropout is that it's a little bit before the era of auto-tune. So there's like... Well, okay, auto-tune existed, but not like T-Pain levels of auto-tune. Okay. You, or, got, you got a point there. Or do, 808s and do Heartbreak. You, do, you know the first, do you know the first song that was auto-tuned? Uh, is it Share, Believe? Darn tootin'. You got that correct, buddy. I... <laughs> Thanks, Bob Barker, or whoever that was. Uh, I'm sure that wasn't the first song to use auto-tune as like a corrective device. First to make it like audible to yeah. the listener, yeah. for sure. That was like to mu- music. From what I heard, it was the first in music history, period. But auto-tune as a concept, like affixing uh-huh. bad notes in the studio, that that was that has existed since okay. like early 90s, I think. I didn't know. But you just probably didn't notice it. But Cher like, used it as a like, voice. Like that. Yeah, yeah, like a weird like digital voice, yeah. and it suddenly people found out about it for yeah. the first time. I like Cher. She's pretty She's cool. good. She's pretty cool. But okay, my part, my moment when I said "Holy S hit," Kanye is good was when he sampled King Crimson. Oh, power! Yeah, uh, I was. I I was like, I'm a fan. Because that's my favorite album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted I need to Fantasy. listen to it again. Um, it's so good. It is good. I just just because when you make a record, when you sample, you need to listen to the whole song, and then you you get you, you think to yourself, well, "This is perfect." So, like in his personal time, Kanye was listening to King Crimson and said, "This is good." <laughs> that, that, that gives me respect. I show I have respect for him for doing that. You know, and there's a lot of hip hop producers out there that do the same thing as Kanye. In my opinion, the best hip-hop producer of all time is Jay Dilla because he did that a lot. I was listening to Donuts. God, I feel like I'm going to get canceled by this. But like, you know, back in the day, I was a hardcore Frank Zappa fan. Now I, I kind of still am, canceled. but not as much. Zappa is cancellation. Yeah, dude, Zappa's not good. Uh, but I'm just kidding. There's a moment where Jay Dilla samples Zappa talking to the audience, and you only know that song if you're a hardcore fan. So Jay Dilla knew that piece and he's and that's only one segment of donuts and he's doing that with a lot of other samples mm-hmm. so my my respect for jay dilla that's cool yeah uh, that's like the whole like crate digger mentality like you just like probably find vinyls in record stores and just use random bits that speak to you that's super cool um and when you think about it the uh the King Crimson sample is like tailor made for Kanye. He is yeah. a twenty first century century schizoid, schizoid man. man. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> you know, I do feel bad. I see that I'm getting so problematic with Kanye. Let's not talk about that. Uh, college travel. You still want to talk more about it, or you're done? I, I or are we just going to go back and forth like a ping we pong kind of thing? We can go back and forth. Like I d- honestly don't have that much more to say about Donda. Mm-hmm. Like there's more. Really, I, would I feel say like about... there's a lot to say about Donda. Well, you've heard it more times than me, yeah, I but <laughs> I, I found like it's it's minimalist in its production, which like I like in small doses uh-huh. as like a, a palate cleanser in an album. But give me some like maximalism and energy too. To uh, there's some there's it. some vibes to it. There's some there's... there is, but it's all with that like very like spacey like synth. Don't you think it's his tone. most personal album though? It's personal, but it has like such Christian themes at times. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't that's, really. That's the... <laughs> and so many songs, like with no drums or just like a kick, which just which like, boom, boom, which boom. gives it a more, um, in my opinion, gives it a more like 
bonding moment with him and the listener. For me, because, you know, he's putting it, he wants you to put attention to the lyrics. Oh, before I forget, I want to say this. What do you think about him as a rapper? Do you, do you think he's a great rapper? Uh, I'm glad you bring it up because we definitely, I want to We need to talk that. about like, this, yeah. I've, all my life, I've heard people like talking shit about Kanye as a rapper, but I think he's great. I, I think his lyrics are always like really clever and funny mm-hmm. and he he delivers them well and I think his voice is interesting and like it cuts through a mix and it's as an interesting tone you can always tell it's Kanye mm-hmm. so I think he's great I think he's a great lyricist I think he practices a lot but if you put him on the spot like to impromptu he can't do it Sure. So, in that sense, I don't think he's the greatest rapper because he can't improvise. He's not the greatest rapper by any means, but he's he's serviceable for his music. You know how Kanye said that Bad Bunny's better than Drake? This is my hot take. Uh-huh. Cardi B, as a rapper, is better than Kanye. <laughs> Lyrics are funny, and she can she can she can she can rap. She's got she got some vibes. Yeah. She can make me laugh and her lyrics are really brilliant sometimes. Does she have the body of work though? Like I feel like Give Cardi B has Give like a couple albums so far. But she's that. wholesome. She's caring. She talks about the community. Wholesome? Yeah. Pop is wholesome. Cardi B is wholesome. Like I saw I saw a skit. I mean she was playing a live show and he was talking to the Mexican. I mean I have a soft heart where a soft spot when someone outside of the Mexican culture respects Mexican the Mexican culture. Cardi B was one of them, you know. Bad Bunny's one of them. That's why I like Bad Bunny a lot. Um, what about Daddy Yankee? Uh, he's okay. I mean, he, he's he's he's, really a real he, he's the OG of reggaeton, so I gotta get credit where credits due. Do I like his music? Eh, not really. I'm not gonna. I'm not a fan, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna hate him. No. I found out something about him, which you're not gonna know. His name is Ramon Ayala. Daddy Yankee's name is Ramon Ayala. And is that Ramon and then a last name? Yeah, Ayala. Ramon yeah. Ayala? And there's a famous... Uh, I see Brett. I'm going to okay. let him in. Okay, pause it right now. Oh, hey, Brett. We were just recording a podcast about Ye West. Oh, Ye. Kanye. Oh. <laughs> How well do you know the college dropout? Uh, I don't really know. Oh, man. I'm not really a big Kanye West music fan. Really? I, I, I feel like I've like, heard you like, put I like on some, some of his songs, songs, but like in whole, I, I'm not the biggest fan of his music. Do you want to join us on a cover of a Kanye song at some point today? Sure. <laughs> They're pretty simple beats. Easy to remember. I thought you were wearing a Pornhub. It does it looks like some, that, right? It's like the black. Sometimes like it. Uh, that was Brazzers. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a different font. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, no, you're fine. You are in the middle of many cameras. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I, I, I am a little bit drunk. I want to get drunk. I'm not drunk enough to be on camera. You'll get me drunk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Cardi B is a great rapper. Random question. Just, I'm putting you on the spot. Who's the best rapper? Who's your favorite rapper of all time? Favorite. Like, favorite is not the same as like person whose music I would listen to the most. Okay. Which is honestly probably Kanye as far as like albums. Yeah. And stuff I would listen to. Like he's the top. 
but uh, in terms of like lyrical ability, like Kendrick is amazing. Uh, I actually like love Jay Z's early albums, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nas's first album is great. But besides Kanye, like I would honestly pick Jay Z second. Okay. What about you? For me, it's a fight between Kendrick Lamar and uh, ODB. Never really got that into ODB. ODB's got he's got some fire, man. Wait, he was he was in Wu Tang, right? Yes. I'm surprised you didn't say Dylan is your favorite rapper. <laughs> is Dylan even a real rapper, or is he just a uh, something from the Ch- Chappelle show? Something from the Chappelle show. Maybe he was a member because uh, they were making fun of that P Diddy reality TV show. Maybe there was a guy named Dylan. I don't remember. Um, yeah, probably was. Probably was not a real person. Who cares? But it was—it's funny. I always like referencing that to you. I mean, you brought up Cardi B a second ago, and I—I yeah. I would pick Nicki over Cardi any no, day. No, no. I mean, like, I, I like Nicki before two thousand seven. I know that's so weird. Seven, she wasn't even like on the radar. I know, but like her. Sorry, I sound like a hipster now, but like she, <laughs> she, back then, like again, kind of like Kanye. Like she had fire. She had something to say. There was there was something in there. Now that fame is there, they they can just do whatever the f they want. It's a playground. But like my, it was my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. She had a guest verse on mm-hmm. Monster, and I think that like broke her career wide open. Nice. And like that, good that for was, you. That was twenty ten. Good for you. Uh, and like her, the next few years for her were just like fire. Like her, her like solo albums were incredible. She was featured on so many great tracks. Uh, and she's just so like to be a great rapper you have to have like really good enunciation it's yeah. like a very physical thing like your yeah. mouth just has to and your tongue and throat have to make these very like between wet sounds and dry sounds <laughs> um no sure but i think cardi b is better i mean we got to give it the Man. test of time and okay all that stuff. <laughs> gotta, maybe yeah. i gotta listen to more cardi b because i yeah. just know the Yellow, Bo, Bodak Yellow. What is yeah, that Bodak called? Yellow. Yeah, Bodak Yellow. <laughs> and WAP. Those are like kind yeah. of my only two things. Come on. Put, put the truck in her small garage. That's just, just brilliant words. Kanye couldn't think of that. Was that even her or was that Megan? That, no, that was, that, was, that was Cardi B. That was Cardi B. Okay. I, I'm 85% positive. But yeah, Donda, dude. Now going back about Donda, I just liked it because it's so personal. I liked the vibe. I liked the flow of it. it. Had a better flow than College Dropout, and a much slower, slower patient yeah. flow. Yeah, but let's talk about the elephant in the room, and this is a sensitive topic, and I don't want to offend anyone because you know. It sucks. It sucks, period. And I don't want to piss off Kanye because, you know, it's not like he's going to watch this. Who cares? Um, obviously, everything changed since his mom died. Which I didn't realize was so long ago. Yeah. She died in like 08 or something. Yeah. So, like, he's still mourning that. Like, you can basically divide Kanye when she, when Donda was alive and when Donda was died. You know, everything changed from that. Like, Donda was his anchor. Yeah, the, his first three, two, three albums are much different in tone, but I, I always kind of like figured that was just music trends changing and yeah. like the more like synthy, auto tuned 
pop R&B sound mm. getting popular because uh, he never he never really went back to that more like acoustic chipmunk soul sample. <laughs> but like, I like that stuff. I like that. I love it. Yeah. He, he puts it in in like places, but mm. like college dropout and late registration are so uh, and maybe, like eclectic. And maybe it's the evolution of Kanye, like trying to figure out new things that he likes. But like his mom's death, did a huge impact and it did a huge impact on his mental health um and i feel for him because it sucks like you see that documentary and you see the love that you know there's a lot of genuine moments in that documentary that you feel for him i have I, to watch that i also want to bring this up because it's an important thing mental health is extremely important kanye is a victim of his own demons it's a shame that we are ex- we're suffering from it as well, but it gives you a, a light that you need to pay attention and take care of your mental health. If not, you're going to go into these heavy rampages that no one else needs to experience. And True. I really do hope he gets the help and the health that he needs. Um, if it's religion, great. I mean, if it works, it works, but like it's not cool when you try to promote it to everyone else. It's okay if you want to talk about it, but you, you're not trying to pressure people to be them or trying to stop abortion because of your religious views. Now that's where you're like, it's a thin line. That's where it's hard for, for, for ye, for me, as you know, for ye, as if you for were, <laughs> as, as a listener, as a fan. I'm going to say this to you. I I started not liking him when he made this comment. This was like around 2015, 2016 when Trump was running for president. He said that slavery was a choice. That got me angry. That made me say like yeah. I can't like we, and I got angry at society like we forgot about that. We should, I, I, this is my, maybe my little manifesto, we should not forgive Kanye for saying slavery was a choice. Yeah, or that saying that like, because abortion is the number one killer of black babies, that it should be outlawed. Like, he said some really fucked up shit lately. And I agree, it's not, it's not right. He has a huge platform and his voice does matter and, and does mean a lot. The anti-Semitic things, like yeah, dude, that's um, cool. which I'm honestly very confused by how he can say he's a Jew in one breath and then the next say like I'm gonna go DefCon three on Jewish people. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Maybe he's like going against Ashkenazi Jews versus uh, I forget the other two kinds of Jewish people. Yeah, like there's like racism know. within within you know the Jewish people. But then again, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I just I just can only observe what they are telling me or what I'm reading and go from there. And I don't want this to be a political podcast, even though with your uh, last episode with uh, with your friend Hunter, you talk about voting. We did a yeah, little you, bit. Boy, you guys, you guys, you troublemakers. Yeah, but we both admitted that we're not not the best observers of politics or <laughs> activists. Um yeah, maybe we should start wrapping it up. Do you have any final thoughts before we try to like cover a song? Um, do, do you we talk enough about 
Kanye's music? No, I think I'm good. I just want to ask you if you want me to bring out the next topic for the next episode. Oh, absolutely. And if you want to use this time to record our new theme song. Uh, yes to both of those. Okay. Sure. All right, now is the new theme song just going to be like a new version of Oddcast or like a brand new melody? And brand new beat? melody. Brand new do melody. you have one in mind? Yeah. I, def- I, don't. I do. I okay, do. And great. I'm kind of cringing just thinking about that. <laughs> no, we got to do it. Okay, so I'm going to start and then I want you to think of something after that. Maybe you can repeat what I'm saying, but I want you to change it up. Okay, I'll, I'll do my best. Oh God, no, I'm, so, I'm creeping out. <laughs> but we got to play guitar for it, right? No, it's going to be a cappella because I like the... Uh, Acapella idea with Hunter, even though you guys were like, no, the the music was no. I, in, in ours, we had a guitar playing. It was like, you know, the lengths I went through to make that theme song. I edited it in Premiere using just the movie clips, uh-huh. and I took the part where you were playing the guitar, overlapped it with the part where like you're singing, ah, and then overlapped it with the part with me saying, podcast, ah, podcast. Okay. So it's like three stacks oh, of tracks. But it worked out pure perfectly. Maybe, we stayed in tune the whole time. Maybe we can we can add more to it, <laughs> since you're a fan of maximalism. <laughs> I'm just gonna like try to create a little bit of a. What what note are you gonna start on? It's gonna be acapella for me. Well, I know, but like, give me your starting note, and I'll try to find. Hey it. yo, this is the oddcast. Hey yo, this is the oddcast. Hey yo, yo. this is the oddcast. Hey yo, this is the oddcast. Hey. Yo, this is the oddcast, 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 hey. Yo, yeah. <laughs> cool. More groovy than our previous <laughs> one. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll see if I can make an overdub that sounds cool. But I was too shy to start. Oh, dude, doing it was it was fun. You. It was fun. Um, yeah, I love your whisper vocals. Thank you. Again, the ASMR. Yeah, I, I got I got I got inspired from the Beastie Boys, Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. Um, do you want to talk about the next episode? Oh yeah, you. you it's your pick. Um, I noticed a little bit of a, you know, similarities that you have with your picks. So I don't know if I want to go with your similarities or if I should change it. Your similarities Whatever are you feel similarities that you have. You're all about Chicago, smashing and Kanye, Chicago, Chicago. Oh, so I'm thinking to myself, shit. should I talk about Chicago artists or should I just go extreme? I think we we explored the. The, all the best ones already. Oh my! God. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm just glad that you didn't say welcome. Oh, you might gonna you might say welcome in the future just to piss I don't, me off. Well, you, the the <laughs> my choices are things that I think we both would want to talk about, and I know uh, you don't like Wilco, so I wouldn't pick them. I mean, but I, I got a feeling like you control me just to just to because you know I will listen to it even though I don't like it. Maybe like five years down you know, the line when we're scrounging for bands, yeah. I would troll you with you Wilco. Know, I don't like Grateful Dead. But I got a feeling you might talk about, which I appreciate that conversation with you and Hunter. I, about I did the, that with Hunter, but yeah. I'm really the like outsider when it comes to the uh, dead. I don't know. You no, know, as, as a person who hates the dead, I know a lot of weird stuff about the dead. Wait, say that again. As a person who hates the dead, the Grateful Dead, I know a lot of stuff about the dead. Like arguably yeah. the best, 
like live sessions from them is November of 1972 and November of 1973. It's an argument, but people say that's their golden peak. Do you have any personal opinion about which is better, or do you just know that that's a uh, commonly cited It's a commonly cited thing. I can't listen to their live stuff. I just can't. I am one of the weird people who prefer the studio albums than the live albums. Gotcha. But I'm not a fan. Uh, Okay. So you don't want to talk Chicago-based for my decision, or you don't care? So you have like a Chicago one and then a like not Chicago one? Do the one you would rather talk about. All right, just because it's in the radar, I want to talk about this. Um, I want to talk about Bjork's new album, first album, debut. Okay. And she had a new album that came out in September, so last month. Nice. So I'm so glad you said that, because I feel like we needed a female artist. Totally. I was thinking about that, too. You know, we got to represent everyone, you know? So... Yeah. Okay, great. So, I haven't listened to debut in a long time and I haven't heard the new album. So these same are here. gonna be two new ones for me. Same here. Um what's on debut? Is it like big time sensuality? Is that like the, the they main have the, single from it? I think so. But my favorite song from that one is Anchor. I don't even know. Where she that. uses all these horns to make these really beautiful chords and she just sings it. I am in the ocean. I live by the sea. Like I can't sing like her. So. <laughs> that was pretty good. You got up there in your yeah. vocals. Uh, I'm kind of like Billy cool. Corgan. I can only sing like the high melodies. I cannot do the low ones. I wish I can sound like Colin Wolf. <laughs> I bet you could, but honestly, it's not that useful in a, a typical rock band to be like singing. Mm-hmm. All deep and gruff, you just get buried in the mix, unless the whole band is like holding back the low frequencies and like making space for that vocal. It's like so easily buried live. True. You got a point there. High high vocals cut through, mid range. Is that through. why you are a fan of the bridge pickup and the guitar? It totally is. Yeah. I wanna I wanna cut through the mix. Mm-hmm. I want people to hear my. You want people to know like this is Dylan and this is Dylan's guitar. So we're going to do Bjork. Um, de- yeah, sounds good. Wait, do we have to do debut and the new one? Can we just can we do what we did for Dylan where we each do our favorite Bjork and like talk a bit about it and then listen talk about the new one? Because sure, debut, sure. I remember like not loving debut. Okay, sure, that works. I'm like, gonna, uh, yeah. I like Post a lot, the as next lo- one. And like, I like a lot of her albums, <laughs> Homogenic, Vespertine. As long as we talk about the new album, I'm cool. Yeah. I just can't, I can't decide which one's my favorite because I like all of them for different reasons. Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> she's a great artist. Uh, I'm excited. That'll be a fun one to cover. Damn, that sounds great. I think so.
South side, south side, we're gonna set this party off right. West side, west side, we're gonna set this party off right. Self-conscious, she has no idea what she's doing in college. The major that she majored in don't make no money, but you can't drop out. Her parents are looking at her funny now. Tell me that ain't insecure. Pop sets are cool, it's so secure. Sophomore three thirds ain't pick a career. She like fuck it, I'ma stay down her and do hair, cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new airs, cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she needs a daughter Alexis. She had hair so long that it looked like Eve. Hair so long that she looked like Eve. She be dealing with some issues that you can't delete. Single black female addicted to retail. Well, it all falls down. You're good. I'm telling you all, all falls down. Telling it all, it all falls down. Man, I promise. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious. All right, I want you to jam for a bit. On that beat? No, no, no. I'm going to do something different. And I want you to jam, okay? It's going to be weird. Okay. It's gonna be, it might even be bad, <laughs> but it's going to be good. I'm looking for a pick. But that's yours. Do you have another one?
thank you for watching the third episode of ODCAST, the podcast. <laughs> Are we just going to spell out the full name every time? I don't know. Because Oddcast has like, been used by Oddcast, other things. Or I, I want to change it every episode. The Oddcast podcast? The podcast with odds? O-D-C-A-S-T. That know. sounds like a Halo game. The nerds out there will get that reference. <laughs> Do you I get it? Played, I never played Halo. There's a Halo game called Halo O-D-S-T. Almost sounds like spelling out Oddcast, but it's not. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace out. Free yay. One hour later. Self-conscious, she has no idea what she's doing in college. The major that she majored in don't make no, no money. money, but you won't drop out. Her parents will look at her funny. funny now. Tell me that ain't insecure. The concept of school seems so secure. Sophomore three years ain't paid to career. She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down here and do hair. Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs. New heirs, cause her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she needed a daughter Lexus. Hair so long that it looked like weave. And she cut it all off that she looked like leave. She be dealing with some issues that she can't believe. Single black female addicted to Retail and Who you gonna call now? When it falls down, who you gonna call now? I'm so self-conscious. That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches. Roadies and poshes that drove me crazy. I can't even pronounce nothing past that for Sacy. Then I spent 400 bucks on this. Just to be like, homie, you ain't up on this. And I can't even go to the grocery store without some ones that's clean. Shirt with a team. It seems we live in the American dream. But the people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things. For the road to riches and diamond rings. We shine because they hate us. Floss because they degrade us. We're trying to buy back our 40 acres. And for that paper, look how low we'll stoop. Even if you in a band, you're still a buddy in a coop. the police, that's how I treat them. We buy our way out of jail, but we can't buy freedom. We buy a lot of clothes, but we don't really need them. Things we buy to cover what's inside. Cause they made us hate ourselves and love the wealth. That's why shorties hollering where the ball is at. Drug dealers buy Jordans, crack beds by crap. And the white man get paid off of all of that. But I ain't gonna act holier than thou. Cause fuck it, I went to Jacob with 25,000. Before I had a house and I do it again. Cause I wanna be on 106 and park pushing a band. Wanna act ballerific like it's all terrific. Got a couple past two bills, I won't get specific. Got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious, I'm just the first to admit it.
gonna call now? Down